Hey guys and welcome to the Transformation Mindset Podcast. I am your mindset coach Lucy and this podcast is to advise you on my best mindset motivational tips, guide you into a growth mindset and share with you any of the best tips I can find in optimizing your mental and physical health. Enjoy this episode guys. Hey guys, and welcome back to the next lesson. I'm hoping you guys can hear me loud and clear. I'm using my brand new speaker, as you can see. Um, But yes, I am hoping you're all well. I hope you've had a fantastic start to the 2022 year. And I wanted to kickstart the year with something that I have recently introduced for my regular coaching clients, but I thought you guys would take some benefit from. Um, especially after a couple of the calls that I've had with you, um, a lot of you in regards to, you know, setting goals and getting clear on what you want um, and then following through and showing up for your goal paths. Um, so for me, this is the three, these are the three pillars of success. So these are the three pillars that are required for you to be successful in any of the goals you are wishing to achieve. Um, so before we get into the three pillars, I wanted to discuss with you why I started my coaching practice and why I started on the journey that I did and how it's led me to this point and how it's led me to the three pillars. And it's to give you guys a little bit of a background into myself and to also um, develop an element of trust here that I am not just some random girl who's popped into your lives and is just pulling all this information out of thin air. Um, I have spent a lot of time building these three pillars and really kind of refining them into what they are and what I wish to help, what I wish to achieve in the guidance that I give to the clients that I serve. Um, And everything I am trying to build comes off the back of an era that I have felt weak in the past. Now, as you can see in the photo here, I have not always been into fitness. Um, I went through many years where I drank alcohol continuously mindlessly um, and it wasn't just a whole teen year thing it was very much an issue um, considering my father has been an alcoholic he has been in and out of rehab and um, it was even to this day um, I am very aware of the fact that I have got a very addictive nature um, so this was very apparent in a few of the areas of my life um, food and drink being one of them. I was also a very heavy smoker. I made very poor choices. Um, Mentally, I was very unwell. Um, As I have explained to a couple of you, I was on watch by um, the Royal Edinburgh, which is the Mental Health Institute of Edinburgh, for very many years. Um, So once I kind of got to the back end of this dark, dingy cycle that I was in, 
I started to dabble in first of all it was the same as many um my fitness and my my health which was my pinpoint for progression that was the first point of um where I wanted to make an improvement I wanted to see it physically in the mirror that I was making some changes that I was not the person I had become but over the years, I found myself drawn to anything that resulted in improvement. It wasn't just physical. I found myself, if, if it involved personal development, I was there for it. Whether it was something I was listening to, reading the conversations I was having, the podcast that I was signing up to, the people that I was then following on social media, the even the conversations I was having with my friends, I was starting to ask different questions and I was starting to pay attention to different answers. Um, purely because I wanted to get a better understanding as to what makes a better being, what makes a better person. As I was obviously at the very bottom of the food chain with this, I became rather addicted and obsessed with personal development. Now, this has obviously been a good addiction. This has obviously been a good obsession um, because it has helped me become the person that I am and it's helped me build this coaching practice that I've built. And not only that, I have been creating a hub of the most incredible minds um, who specialise in the different areas of personal development that I feel make that best person that makes that better being um now this is not something that you would get out of textbooks this is not something that you get like nobody else is going to teach you these three pillars these three pillars are the pillars that I have developed over the years that I feel have stuck with me the most and that I find the most common practices that I need to develop for other people to become successful these are the areas where people tend to struggle and that can potentially be detrimental to their goals and where they're going so my three pillars to success what are they First and foremost, of course, it's awareness. Now, if you've listened to other um, of my lessons, which I 100% recommend you go back and do, um, but the number one is awareness, which I then link to the mind. And the few accelerators that I have that usually I combine into awareness and the practices and the coaches coachings that I take into consideration when it comes to awareness are all the things that I then reflect to mind work, work that needs to be done mentally in order for you to then be following through on other areas and other pillars. The second pillar is equanimity, which I have linked to the soul. So things that we are practicing and things that we're doing in order to have a more peaceful core, to have a more peaceful soul. And then thirdly, it's intention, which I kind of think speaks for itself. Um, I have linked to the body and our actions and how we 
follow through on our intentions. Now, I am going to go into these in greater detail going forward, but I don't know if you want to take a screenshot. I don't know if you want to take a photo of this. Um, but these here are the three pillars in which I define success. You cannot have success without these three in sync. And please be aware when I say, repeat this over and over again, they have to be in sync. There is no such thing as success with a broken part. Um, you do not want to, you don't get to the end of your life and say that you've been immensely successful, I don't know, physically, but then you look back and you can't remember a part of it because you've not got good awareness. Um, you've not built good connections because you've not focused on your equanimity. Um, the three have to be in sync. They all require some work. They all require attention. Now, the good thing is they all sort of domino into each other, which is why I have created these three pillars as they are, because they do domino into each other. You know, if you have good awareness, you're going to practice equanimity a lot better. We're going to go into what equanimity is. If you don't know what that is, we will go into that. Um, it is my favorite word in the dictionary. Um, but yeah, so we, we want to, but to have, when you have good awareness, it dominoes into your equanimity because you're more aware of who you are. You're more aware of where you're going. You're more aware of your intentions. You're more aware of your practices and being mindful. Mm -hmm. Um, but on top of that is once you've then built good awareness and good equanimity, it then follows through and you're more likely to follow through on your intentions, which then you see the physical results. So they do all go hand in hand with one another. Um, but they, they require individual attention. You can't just expect a successful life with working on your abs. Um, it doesn't work like that. It's never going to work like that. Um, if you're already in the very fortunate position that that's the only thing you have to work on, then fantastic. Please tell me how you've done that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll follow through and we'll chat about what each of these are. So awareness. As I said before, I've made the link between awareness and the mind, as it's our, our awareness which dictates our reality. For me, having control of our awareness being completely present with everything in our lives is the superpower. That is our very own superpower. To be completely present in every area of your life, that is a superpower. That is absolute focus. Um, you're not distracted. You, you know why you're there. You know what you've got to do. Um, you know what is expected of you. That is a superpower. Um, and what you perceive is what inevitably you believe. Now, people say, um, I need to see it to believe it. Now, I have changed that phrase because seeing is one thing, perceiving is what you then perceive, is what you then make reality. Perception is extremely unique. Perception is just like a personality. It, 
it's not a one size fits all. My perception of a situation could be very different to your perception of a situation. If my background has been to, I'm going to take a, a segment out of Will Smith's latest book. If you haven't read it, 100% recommend you read it. It's fantastic. Um, and he had a disagreement with his mum at the very start of his journey into going into rap and going into music. Two seconds, need to drink. So he had a disagreement with his mum leading into his life in rap because his mum came from a generation where if African-Americans did not have an education and did not go to college, they would not survive. They became bottom of the food chain. They didn't have much of a life. So his mum's perception of survival was to go to college. So she made it her life's mission to ensure that every one of her children ended up in college because if they didn't, they wouldn't survive. Whereas Will's perception was completely, was completely different. His perception, because of the life that he had, I'm not going to give you any spoilers if you want to go and read this book, but he had a very challenging childhood and his way of surviving that childhood was to be a people pleaser, to be entertaining, to put smiles on people's faces. So long as he kept people smiling, there was never a threat. So their perception of survival was completely different. Doesn't mean that either of them are right or wrong. They're right in their own way. They're, they are right for their perception. Um, so perception is an incredibly powerful thing. However, if you can bring awareness to your perception, you will become unstoppable. Because by bringing awareness to your perception, you are introducing this, um, the phrase growth mindset. And personally, <laughs> I get, it's a bit one of those woo-woo things. I just, I don't know. It's a bit of a trend now, the whole growth mindset thing. Um, but it, it is what it is. By bringing awareness to your perception, you are introducing a growth mindset. You are introducing the ability to adapt and grow your perception based off your awareness, based off you know, taking in other factors, not just your perception, adjusting what needs to be adjusted and then believing what needs to be believed and then going ahead with what is required of you. This is why awareness is number one, because awareness literally is the key to everything. Awareness is the key to your reality. Um, it is the key to your belief system. It is the key to what you set as a goal and how you achieve it. This is why it's number one and it all stems from the mind. So taking back some control. Within this, the pillar of awareness, well, when I am um, running through my coaching, the areas that we like, to, I like to try and fixate on are master your personal accountability. Now, this one is number one for a reason because this is the, the most common issue I have with people is 
they are only accountable to someone else. They'll only ever be accountable if they have a coach. They'll only ever be accountable if they're at their PT session. They're only ever accountable if their partner's sat in the kitchen watching them and they're not going to go raid the fridge or raid the freezer. Um, mastering personal accountability is the goldmine. If you can master personal accountability, you've nailed it. You've nailed it because once you've mastered your personal accountability, you no longer need, you are no longer in need of another human being for you to follow through on what you say you're going to do because you're accountable only to yourself and you've mastered that. So if you say you're going to do something, you do it. If you say you're going to turn up at such a time, you turn up at that time. Not five minutes earlier, not five minutes later, bang on the dot, you will be there at that time. That is mastering personal accountability. You know, you, you're building an integrity. You're building integrity for yourself that when you say something, you believe it. You're not going to, oh, I'm never going to follow through on that. No, never going to happen. You've got to master that personal accountability. Second one is practicing discipline, which in my opinion, go hand in hand with the, goes hand in hand with mastering personal accountability is practicing discipline. And why, why I've put practicing discipline, not being disciplined, practicing discipline is because we don't need to be disciplined 100% of the time. We're not in the military. You're not an athlete. If you are an athlete, then you know when you've got to be disciplined, but you still do not need to be disciplined 100% of the time. Life is for living, not being stressed um, and not being restricted, but it's learning to practice discipline when it's required. So if you set a goal, something I get a lot of my clients to do, I've actually had a couple of the, um, the people on here do it. So you will all be jumping at your seats when I'm saying this, saying, oh yeah, that was me. Um, I get clients to have a cold shower in the morning. Now I've done, I've had a cold shower since my first mentor encouraged me to do so a couple of years ago. And I've now done cold showers every morning, including when I was in Lapland and it was minus 26 outside. Um, I still got up and I had my cold shower first thing in the morning. Um, and that is a way of practicing discipline. Now for me, now, now it's no longer a discipline because it's now a habit. It's something that I look forward to do. It's something that I enjoy doing. Practicing discipline is on the days, like when we were in Lapland, it was minus 26 outside and I'm saying, oh, but I really don't want to. That is when I need to show up. That is when I practice discipline because I'm doing it on the days. I, I've said I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's practicing discipline. Practicing discipline is saying to yourself at the end of the day, you've set yourself at your 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 calories you met your friend for coffee say you met your friend for coffee and the two of you decided you were going to have a cake which is absolutely fine because it's within your calories so it's not a problem you've adhered to your calories but you've had yourself a little treat that's fine that's fine that's not practicing discipline this is where we're allowed to let discipline slide because you are still following what you should be following but life is for living practicing discipline is when you then get home that night and you say to yourself well I told myself earlier I wasn't going to have my bar of chocolate tonight because I had a cake instead the calories don't allow it I'm not going to have it that is practicing discipline instead of coming home and having the bar of chocolate anyway 
that is where you need to practice discipline because by practicing that discipline, that is where you're going to master your personal accountability. That is how we do that, by practicing discipline when it's required and learning when you need to be disciplined and when it's okay to live. Um, character, clarity and development. Um, I think I've spoken about this one before, um, if I haven't already. So getting clear on who you are. I have, I did it on a video before. So what I explained to you about building a character and who you want to be and how you want to show up. So taking, being aware of the character you're bringing to each relationship um, and any development that you need to be making and any improvements you want to be making to your character in order for you to be the best version of yourself when you're turning up to, to a situation. And then of course, goal self setting and habit development. So they all kind of go in hand in hand with one another for you to have good awareness on who you are, who you are and where you are going. If any of these strike a chord with you, drop me a message and we can start working through it. Number two. My favorite word in the dictionary, equanimity. And we'll, again, we'll go into what um, equanimity means in the next slide. So equanimity, um, ultimately spirituality, um, which is one of my favorite practices of all. I've actually been looking into getting myself signed up to a um, two-week spiritual camp where I'm going to be locked away for a couple of weeks and have no access to the outside world and just be left with my mind which I think is going to be fantastically challenging um, but it's so simple for the general public um, but yet so undervalued here is where we start to build that part of you that is unshakable developing such a sense of certainty and gratitude for everything life is and teaches you that nothing upsets your core now, this does not mean we become a robot. It simply means that we, that with certainty of who you are and where you're going, nothing can throw you off track. So, where, so you understand equanimity is a word that I learned from the book Buddha's Brain by Rick Hansen in 2017. If you haven't, I read it in 2017. It was actually published in 2009, um, but I read it in 2017 and it stuck with me ever since that day. And I have practiced equanimity every single day because it was a huge area of my life in which I did not have control over and I was extremely weak in. And that word has stuck with me ever since. In fact, it is the screensaver on my phone, um, the word equanimity and what it means. Um, so basically, in a nutshell, I'm actually just gonna go straight into the next slide. You become unfuckwithable, basically. You're unfuckwithable. By practicing gratitude, working, doing some meditation, mastering your mind, mastering your breath work, disposing of any toxic drag, any toxic drag, a cluttered environment, um, cluttered people, people who bring, instead of putting life into you, they suck the life out of you. Scheduling in your self-care time, being at one with yourself, being at one with who you are, being okay with that, getting really, really calm within your core, having that inner peace and making yourself unfuckwithable. 
so that no matter what happens, like I said, life can pull you in so many different directions. And, you know, you you set yourself to go to the gym, but you've had a stressful day. You had an argument with your partner. Your best friend's kicked off at you. You've allowed that. You've allowed that ex- external factor ruin your day. You have allowed that to ruin your day, which then... You've not gone to the gym because you've not been in the mood. So you've not followed through on what you were going to do. So your day is no longer a success because of an external factor. You have been allowed, you've allowed that situation to fuck with your day, to fuck with your mind, to fuck with your soul. Basically, you have allowed that to happen because you have not put in the work that you are so certain with who you are. You're so certain with what you've got to do, where you're going. If you want to kick off, that's fine. You take your five minutes, you have your mood, you can do whatever. I've got to go and do this just now. And then we can come back and we can talk. Um, I will not accept that kind of attitude. So until you're ready to calm down, I will not be having this conversation with you because I don't allow that energy into my bubble. I do not allow that energy in my life. I will have the conversation with you. I will come to a solution with you, but not whilst you're coming at me with that attitude because I do not welcome it here. It is not welcomed in my life. And being so clear on that and on fuck with the bill with that, that, and I'm sorry if there's kids listening to this, but there's no other way of putting it. There is no real, raw, strong enough way to put it than that. It is being so certain with who you are and where you're going that nothing can screw with it. Nothing can throw you off track. The power does not lie in how many pull-ups you can do. It lies in the ability to turn up to your session no matter what's happened that day. The pull-ups are only possible if you show up to do the pull-ups. That is the important part, showing up. And before you know it, you'll get into the swing of things and you will smash through it. Yes, there's days where, you know, we we all have those days where your whole body says no. That's fine. Your body is requiring rest. That's perfectly allowed. But allowing an external factor screw with your sessions and screw with your your progress, that's not okay. That's not allowed. We don't accept that anymore. Um, So do you let external factors control your results? I'll give you a second. It's just a yes or no answer. And if the answer is yes, well, this is something we need to be working on. What needs to change? So get clear on what areas you need to be pro- focusing on with this in order for you to become unfuckable, in order for you to welcome equanimity into your life. Equanimity means being unfuckable, that you, your core is so strong that, you know, something upsetting can happen. And this doesn't mean, like I say, this doesn't mean becoming a robot. We can still feel emotions, but we don't let it sway our direction. We don't let it sway our day. You know, I can have a a day where, you know, I don't know, my grandparents have gone into hospital. Both of them are in the hospital right now. And, you know, I will allow myself my time to be sad and cry and be worried, but I'm not going to then let that absorb an entire day or an entire week. I've got shit to do. Um... And when I when I can bring the right intentions to those people, those are the people who are going to get that attention, not the rest of the world. 
And that is where I'm going to be funneling in that energy, but I'm going to make sure I'm bringing the right energy and I'm not bringing stress and worry and concern to them. That's for me to think about, not for them. So by bringing that equanimity, I'm not letting it get to my core so that I can show up for those people with a better attitude. And finally, intention. Now, again, I've linked the intention with the body, should be very self-explanatory. Once we master the mind and our attitudes, we must then bring the attention to our actions. So just as we were saying before, with clarity on your success principles and what you wish to achieve. So the first three lessons that we did um, when I first did the videos for the group, um, with clarity um, on your success principles and what you um, what you wish to achieve, so your 90-day mission or your year goals or whatever, your to-do list should write itself. Um, what you intend to do should already be very, very obvious because, you know, we've broken it down. We know what success means. We know what we want to be following through on. However, it is important to actually write this stuff down. So once we've got clear on these things, don't just, this is what I should do. And then I'm going to forget about it. Actually start writing them down day to day. What have we got to be doing every single day so that we're sticking to what we need to be doing and hitting the 90 days so that we're becoming successful. Um, Get clear on your intentions and follow through with them. It's really that simple. Time to show up for yourself. Um, optimize your physical well-being. Sust having a sustainable and fulfilling nutrition. So that's not falling into a meal plan because some YouTuber or some Instagrammer has a meal plan and that's how they're being successful. But what you don't know is they're actually competing. So that's what they've got to do. Um, and that's their personal choice. If it's not something you're enjoying when it comes to your physical training and your food, if it's not actually something you enjoy, the chances are it's not sustainable. So we, you need to find that ballpark where you are following through on a goal, but you are still enjoying the process. Um, creating structured routines um, and clarity on what success means to you. So again, um, stop worrying about what other people are doing to benefit them and start focusing on the things that you should be doing to benefit yourself. And um, that goes with all of the above. So whatever other people are doing, the perfect morning routine does not exist. The perfect nighttime routine does not exist. The perfect training plan doesn't exist. The perfect nutrition plan doesn't exist. The only thing that exists is the one that's right for you. So you don't need to have a massive to-do list for your morning routine. And um, it's creating a morning routine that you are excited to get up out of bed. So you're no longer pressing that snooze button and wasting another half an hour of your day. You're spending that half an hour doing something that you enjoy, that's starting your day off with good intentions, with a peaceful mindset, with gratitude, with without feeling rushed and stressed. You know, you're starting your day from a place of equanimity um, and awareness so that your intentions can fall. You can follow through on your intentions for the day. Um, basically, is a nice way to round that up. Um, 
everything you set should be in some way enjoyable. Now, it's not always going to be enjoyable, like me with my cold showers. Like, there's going to be mornings where I don't want to do that. But because it's now a habit, I don't need a snooze button. I instantly get up and go into this, the cold shower. As soon as I go in that cold shower, I am wide awake. I'm full of beans. I'm ready to go. I'm excited for the day. My adrenaline and my endorphins are pumping through my body so I am good to go um doesn't mean it's always enjoyable but on the grand scheme of things I enjoy my morning routine so by doing that in the morning I know I'm up and I'm on alert so that I can enjoy the rest of what I plan to do in the morning doing my stretching having a bit of time to read having my morning coffee before I do anything else doing what Karen is doing will only work if you can equal her passion. So what, whoever it is that you're following on social media, whoever it is that you're looking to and you think, oh, I really want to be having that, I really want that exact nutrition plan and I really want to be training exactly like she's training. But when you turn up to the gym, you hate it. And when you're looking at the plate of food, you hate it. Unless you can equal that person's passion for what they're doing, it's never going to work. You have to be as a passionate it's not about what they're doing, it's how they're doing it that matters. The passion that they're bringing to everything that they're doing, that is the part that counts. So by doing what you enjoy, you're going to bring a passion to it, which means you're automatically going to follow through on it. Um, rather than trying to force yourself to do something that someone else is doing because it's made them successful. The only reason it's made them a success is because they're passionate about it, and that's contagious. That is it. Not what they're doing, it's, the, it's how contagious their passion is for what they're doing. So what is it you want to be achieving and what can you be implementing that would benefit you? And here we are, the task, the assignment for the lesson, creating your mission statement. So I want you to get your journal out, get your notepad out, get a book out, whatever it is, and get ready to sign a contract for yourself. This is a contract from you to you. Um, we're going to be writing down what you're committing to for 2022, what is required of you to become successful, how are you going to show up differently for yourself, so how are you going to show up differently in 2022 in comparison to every other year, what are you no longer accepting in your life, and what will you be welcoming in return for your inner peace. Once you've got clear, I would go back to the start of this, maybe take some notes if you haven't already taken some notes. Get your mission statement written out as to how you are now intending to be. Um, print your name, sign it, date it. Keep this by your bedside. Every morning, read it to yourself. This is your daily reminder. If you're going to add anything to your morning routine, make it this. Um, this is your contract to yourself that you're not going to let this life just go by. You are going to show up and you're going to do the things that you enjoy and you're going to bring some meaning and intention to your life. You're going to be aware and you're going to have as much equanimity as you can, as you can bring. You are going to be unfuckable with whoever you're dealing with and you're going to be that person that people look to and be like, yeah, okay, well, they've got their shit together. Um, that's what we want. That is what we want. We want that little bit of control. And just again, having discipline, having control does not mean that you become a robot. 
and it doesn't mean your life is boring. If anything else, I would say it makes your life, and it doesn't make it harder. If anything, it makes your life easier because you know exactly what you're expecting for yourself. You know exactly what you want to bring to every day. Um, you don't have to think about it. You don't have a week go by mindlessly and you look back and we'll be like, damn, where did that week go? I, I have achieved nothing. Um, I've simply followed my eight to five. I've barely got through work because I don't really enjoy it. I've turned up to my sessions, but I've not really done what was expected of me. And I've definitely not stuck to my food plan. And there's another week gone by just like that. And we're not accepting that anymore. So get clear on that. Take a bit of time. Get As always, get into as much detail as you can. The clearer, the clearer you can be, the easier it is for you to follow through. Um, and again, success is about passion and not forced efforts. Um, you can only become successful through the things that you're passionate about. But I hope you guys have enjoyed this lesson. I am super excited for the lessons to come. And I hope we all absolutely smash it in 2022. If you guys need any advice, if you need any help in regards to anything that you've learned on this lesson, please do let me know and I will do my best to help you.